Hello? <laughs> Is anyone there? Is pe- are people listening? Okay. Open up. It's uh, the any, anyway. Um, I guess this wouldn't be a cold open for Victor. It's like a yeah. spicy hot mm. mouth open. Yeah. Spicy open. So how about that flight in? <laughs> yeah, how's your tongue feeling, bud? Uh, Not good. We were literally just in my kitchen eating hot peppers. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm paying for it right away. I'm drenched in sweat right now. I didn't catch any that were that spicy. I got lucky. Well, I, I ate one. I bit into one, and it was legitimately all seeds. Mm-hmm. Like, I caught something that was just all seeds. Peppers were good, though. Yeah, they'll make you stronger in the end. Yeah. The guy does them in a cast iron pan, a little bit of olive oil and a lot of garlic. Mm. Right on. Jeff, do you have to give a speech at your brother's wedding? I do have to give a speech at my brother's wedding. So, yeah, we had stag weekend, and that was pretty sick. And I found out that most people don't know what a stag is. I didn't realize that this was a regional thing. Yeah. It's highly regional. Apparently, it's like central Connecticut only. Huh. It's a good idea. It's fun. Yeah, it's just like a it's a Jack and Jill without the Jack, just like a dude's picnic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just grill up some burgers, some dogs, eat a steak, drink some keg beer. Rack. Jack and Jill without the Jill. Yeah, there was a lot of jacking. There's a yeah, yeah, a lot of jacking yesterday. I don't think Victor left the bathroom for like two uh, hours. Nah, <laughs> it's hard to leave when you're having so much fun. Hey, hey, Billy, where is everyone? I thought there was a stag going on. Yeah, I saw them all go into the bathroom about thirty minutes ago, and no one's come out since. I don't know what the fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah, and then at the end of the night, I break out the black light, and <laughs> the winner looks most like the disco ball. Uh-huh. And then you get that's who wins the prize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how you win the fifty-fifty. Yeah, <laughs> imagine. <laughs> Fifty percent of all the ejaculate, <laughs> just like in a nasty mason jar to bring home. Oh god! Oh, that'd, that'd be so cool. Gross. I think we just started a new strategy tradition. You, you win a hundred dollar gift card to the local bathhouse, <laughs> the local Turkish bathhouse, the mm. local TA down right next to eighty four. That's where. What is that? You know the uh, the truck stop, the TA. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could get showers by the quarter. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Find some lot lizards. I don't know. Have a great old time. Couple of uh, mysterious holes to put mm. uh, body parts through. Yeah. You want to come in the booth? Who who's on the other side of the booth? It's only me That's- and you, bud. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I have to give a speech and. I have to give a co-speech with my brother because we're co-best men. Oh, okay, yeah. So we got to plan that out. And we might, I don't know, just not write a speech and just do like a scene from Step Brothers for 10 minutes. And just, just a five-minute stand-up set. Yeah. Just do improv. Your... improv. Improv. Improv comedy. <laughs> Imagine the bridesmaids go first and then it's me and him and we walk up and like, someone must give us a location. <laughs> <laughs> I did, did I hear Starbucks? Yeah. Okay, I need a person, a place, and a thing. And one animal. <laughs> no one responds. Starbucks it is. Did I hear a horse? A horse walks into Starbucks. That's wild, right? That's kooky. That's silly. Boo. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. No, save that for the end. The applause at the end, please. <laughs> 
I went to a, a wedding, and the best man's speech lasted longer than the wedding ceremony. It wasn't like a bad speech, but it just went on forever. Yeah. That sounds like a bad like, speech. Oh, well, well, definitely. But, like, ceremonies themselves, like, usually are only 15 minutes. The one I ran was a tight 12 in and out. That's beautiful. Yeah. You don't need to give a speech at a wedding any longer than, like, eight minutes. That's even that's be too like, long. Even that is really yeah. long. Well, I guess they're the... Keep the it best. at tight, like, four minutes. Yeah. Maybe three, three minutes, maybe. The best man and the groom were, like, really good friends, so he just had so much to say about him. Mm-hmm. He had a lot to get off his chest. <laughs> I'll never forget those late nights in college. Past like two in the morning when the thunder would come and we were so scared and we'd build a blanket fort. <laughs> Everything stays in the blanket fort. Hey, buddy, you probably should have just saved Ooh, that for yourself. Bring back the improv guy. This is, <laughs> this is somehow worse. <laughs> I, could, I could paint my face and mime the wedding speech. You could do that. He's you definitely to, could do that. Yeah, you can do that. You are physically capable of doing that if you wanted to. He's trapped in a box? <laughs> what? The box is opening with the power of love? What's going on here? Uh, so, yeah, if any of our listeners want to uh, email us some suggestions on uh, what Jeff should put in his speech, or it would be e- a big help. Email yeah. us a good stag story. We'll read it on the air. Yeah. Hopefully it's not anything too profane. Now. Nah, the the worse it is, the better. Yeah. Even if you just need to make it up, that's that's fine, too. Yeah. We'll never know. Apparently, the stags in the past used to be so raunchy and just nasty. when they had, like, like the cool thing, like, the late 80s, apparently, was, like, strippers would come. But everyone was broke, so they'd be, like, nasty strippers, and, like, most people were having a bad time. It yeah. Was, like, the that- tradition they would have. I don't think that'd be fun. I've actually got a pretty good stag story. Uh, I once went to a stag where they had a dyslexic guy reading off the numbers <laughs> for the raffle, and he kept <laughs> mixing them up. Did he? And, then, and yeah. then his brother came to read one of the numbers, and it was also fucked up, <laughs> and then gave it right back to him. <laughs> They say dyslexia. It's hereditary. Yeah, it must be. It runs in the genes. <laughs> I yeah. wonder if anyone got screwed out of a prize <laughs> without realizing it. A couple of people definitely got screwed out of prizes. Luckily, uh, I wasn't one of them because my numbers were way far off. But you kept reading three, three nine six is three six nine. Because I was thinking, damn, you're fine. <laughs> Come give it to me one more time. Get low, get low, get low, get low, get low. From the windows to the walls. Jeff, we're in a pavilion. There are no windows. There's no walls. <laughs> That's the very point of a pavilion. Yeah. To the sweat drop down my balls. All these females crawl. I am sad I didn't win anything, considering everyone else won <laughs> like at least one one bottle. Yeah. Well, I'm happy with my winnings. I took my fishing pole back I bought. Nice. The one I won, uh, Dustin had just won, and they were having him draw out a ticket, and then he accidentally, like, mishandled it, and it fell out of the hat, and then he just picked it up, and uh, that was my ticket. Nice. So, I got very lucky. Nice. So, did you guys ever know the stag tradition of after every bottle raffled off? It's a shot to the groom. Supposedly, this groom's supposed to take a shot, 
And so I think my brother took maybe less than a third of the the liquor shots. Yeah, yeah. Because at first it was a lot of uh, a lot of older guys winning, but the second like Coolyard and like our table started winning. Yeah, like like Nick was the first one. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure to give him a shot, but that's because yeah. Coolyard was saying the whole time like, yeah, give him a shot, give him a shot. And then Coolyard won like three people later. Yeah, immediately. Picked up his bottle, went right to Zach. Did you try that tequila? I forgot the name brand of that tequila. The, the one that Coolyard won? Yeah, it was a Mezcal. Yeah. It was, it was really good. It's re- yeah. I hate tequila, but that one was good. Well, have you ever drank, like, really good Mezcals? No. no. I wish I picked that, though, because I didn't realize, like, I wasn't really inspecting the bottles yeah. super closely, because it's like, you know, take your fucking prize and get the hell out of the way yeah. you just went uh, for the nice I, it bourbon. just looked like gin to me kind of yeah i thought it was a bottle. gin too yeah so i was like oh, i'm not getting that but if i knew it was a nice tequila i probably would have snagged it yeah well the cool thing about like the mezcals is it's like i don't know i like drinking like bourbons and stuff and it's like that without like a lot of the extra burn but like still like the smoky flavors there mm-hmm. and you lose like a lot of the, like the hints of sweet like, yeah. the, like the caramel finish that comes with a lot of bourbons. What's the difference between that and normal tequila? Well, I think it's every mezcal is a tequila. No, every tequila is a mezcal, but not every... Mez... Every, or is it the other way around? It's the other way around. Because, like, it has to be 100% blue agave to make tequila. So, like, Jose Cuervo technically isn't tequila. Mm-hmm. But... Mezcal is like it's done a certain way because it's like it's smokier. I think they take the agave, they burn it, and they like bury it underground and like let it age for a little while. And they take it out and they do like the distilling process with it. Oh, you know what? I think I saw Bourdain drinking a bunch of that when he went to like Mexico City or something in one of the ones I was watching. Just like so, the, maybe uh, it was somewhere in South America. I don't know, but that sounds familiar. Yeah, it's it's really good. I had a couple too. Um, this guy I know is real big in tequila. And so he buys this one, and it's like a higher-end tequila. I forgot the name of it. But they age it in a Buffalo Trace barrel. So it's like, tastes also pretty, like, um... Like a like a bur- Buffalo Chicken Pizza? Like Ooh. a bur- Buffalo Trace. So so not Frank's, not Frank's Red Hot? Not Frank's Red Hot. <laughs> Imagine, have you ever had a sweaty Mexican shot? They call those that? No. It's Frank's Red Hot and tequila? Yeah, no, it's a Tabasco and tequila. No, they like spank a bunch of Tabasco in a cheap tequila shot, and you just shoot it. It's brutal. Yeah, no, thank you. I had a Bloody Mary a couple weeks ago. Um, Are you a fan now? Eh, they're all right. But the one I got had so much goddamn horseradish in it; it was insane. I was like sweating worse than after I was eating those uh, long hots. Really? Yeah. See, I wish I could like Bloody Marys. Because if you order them from a restaurant, half of them come with, like, a tiny lunch. Yeah, they come with the celery and carrots. Celery mm. and carrots. I've seen some with, like, a bacon stick in there and then, like, yep. a tiny slider on, like, a like a big, like, a shish kebab There's stick. There's a 20-ounce ribeye just <laughs> stuck to the top of the Bloody Mary. That'd be amazing. That'd be I'd, cool. I'd have to power through one to eat that. Oh, yeah. You could dip it in the Bloody Mary. In the Bloody Mary. I don't know. There's something about drinking stuff that's thick with, like, if I do, like, a milkshake or, like, a smoothie and there's seeds in it, like, it's it's a weird texture thing. I don't like it. Why would a milkshake have seeds in it? If you add, like, blueberries or strawberries. Oh, yeah. All right. 
That's fair. <laughs> Smoothies for sure, but but milkshakes I've never had. Uh, you never had a, a. I've never had a seed in my uh, my milkshake. Did you guys see the tweet I put out that a lot of people did not like? <laughs> I mean, that's, there's like one every what? day, so you have to be specific. Um, I woke it up. was just the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, people are really getting pissed off at this tweet. <laughs> people are really mad at me right now. Can't I they did see not it's a see bit? this coming. No, I asked, do you like your milk with pulp or without pulp? Oh, yeah, I the saw that. The chunky style milk. Yeah, it's disgusting. Like some blue cheese in my milk. <laughs> yeah, some dude. curdled milk. Yeah, and someone was just like, "It's eight o'clock in the morning. Why? Why would you <laughs> yeah, say this?" this. <laughs> so natural. It's like I guess we wake up thinking about different things. Yeah, for sure. Uh, how much? <laughs> how much would it take you to drink a glass of thick milk? A lot of money. Well, you guys see that like thick water? Oh stuff? yeah. They what the hell the, is that? So, I guess it's like a, would it be a neurological thing where people have a hard time swallowing? So there's thick water where it's easier to swallow, but they come in two different consistencies. And there's one that's the consistency of honey, and one that's the consistency of molasses. Oh. But it's just like normal water. We should, we, we, yeah, we should try yeah, We, we, should, we try should buy a bunch yeah. and see how it goes. Has anyone had a... Liquid death. Oh, the it's like a water, like it's it's water, right? Yeah, and it's like it's just glacial water that's like unfiltered from like this place. It tastes horrible. No, it's uh, probably really good. Yeah, why is it I mean, called liquid just, death? It'll kill your thirst. That, that's their slogan. Like we'll murder your thirst. Okay, so I it's see just it regular bunch. water. Yeah, much. it's canned water. We should probably try oh, to get canned them. water. Yeah, I I like the sound of that. You should probably give them the spot. They sponsor a lot of things, and they could probably sponsor a podcast. Yeah. It sounds appealing, something about, like, just cracking open a can and drinking some water. Yeah. Did you ever have... These were the worst things I've ever drank that had booze and boozy drinks. It was... Branded has decarbonated seltzer that was with, like... It's, like, flat... No, that like sounds gross. gross. Yeah, it was just water with a tiny bit of flavoring and like vodka, and it was horrible. So it's a, it's a Mio Energy with with vodka. No, but it's it's clear. It's more like a Propel with vodka. Yeah, no, but have you ever had like the Mio like little squeeze things in like your drinks? Yeah, those are yeah. At, that at least changes the color, and you're like, oh, this is like a Gatorade, but it's like. Yeah, no, it's just water. Oh, it's, yeah, it's like a propel. Yeah. yeah, is it just me or was like flavored water really big, like fifteen years ago? When we're in elementary school, it was huge. Yeah, yeah I, I liked want, it. Yeah, I, I always wanted to grab a propel. I never liked it. I liked like lemon flavored water. Well, I, I still do that, that now. I should I should start drinking those again. I throw in like little like well, with lemon like slices. actual lemon. Though. Yeah, like real lemon. Yeah. Yeah, I that's healthy. That. That's healthy. Yeah, for you, it's though. very. I mean, good. like yeah. artificial lemon. Yeah, like Propel lemon water, or whatever. Uh, the, I could never drink the Propels as a kid. It just like fucked with me. Oh no, yeah. it didn't taste like what it said it should. I like you know like um like a watermelon mint water. You guys oh ever yeah, had that? or cucumber no, water. Yeah, cucumber, cucumber mint, mint water. Hmm. That slaps. And if you go to a really fancy place, they put like that big slice of cucumber in the. In the yeah. Mint. I do hate uh, 
The smart water version of it, though. Oh, I bought that by an accident. It's terrible. It was bad. The yeah, smart water cucumber mint. Don't don't recommend that. Also, I was going to golf one morning. It was like six thirty. I was driving there, so I stopped at Cumbies to get a coffee and a water so I can hit the course. Didn't look at the water I bought, and I just grabbed one. It was a smart water, but it was lightly salted, and I didn't realize that until like halfway through the golf match. What? And like I took a sip of this water, and I swallowed it, and I was like. Is this fucking salt water? <laughs> did like, somebody comment my fucking water? <laughs> <laughs> like, did I just really spend $3 on this big water that's full of salt? And I read it, and it was like, it has electrolytes in it. Yeah, like, I don't, that's, I don't no want to drink salty water. It's so hot out. Now, I have <laughs> nothing to drink but salt water. Salt water dehydrates you, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, so, like, that's just weird. It must have been just the slightest bit salty. Yeah, just just to keep the electrolytes in. <clears throat> like if you're stranded at sea, you can't just drink ocean water. <laughs> Supposedly, if you could like somehow get the stuff, and you could do a catheter, you could like pump salt water in, and your kidneys could process it that way. Oh, okay, and it will be fine. But you can't so drink some it. Yeah, you can't salt water it, through yeah. your dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, peeing some salt water. That's not just the entire like concept of a catheter seems horrendous. I have my three biggest fears as an adult is kidney stones, having to get a catheter, and a DUI. So I try to do most things where I'm not going to get one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a <laughs> yeah. Those are three things to be scared of. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what else is there to be scared of? Like That's about it, the boogeyman. Yeah, nuclear war, having kids and then having to bury them. That's that, that's dark. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that is that is something to be scared of, though, as an adult. Yeah, but, but not if you don't have kids. Uh, yeah, it's one way to look at it. Did you ever meet someone that's an adult that's scared of thunder? No, I don't think I have. I went to college with this girl, and she. Would literally have a panic attack every time the thunder, like a thunderstorm, came through. It's like a dog. I was like, oh. we're, we're sitting in class, and we're just like looking at her, like, "Why are you scared?" She's like, "It's just so so loud. Like, what if what if we get struck by lightning? Like, where? What if the noise we're explodes inside. our eardrums?" Yeah, it's like we're in. You're inside. What the fuck's going? Yeah, we're sitting in a classroom. Like, we didn't even lose power. Uh, it was just like a rolling thunderstorm. One idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That bitch. That and meeting adults that don't drink water because they don't like how it tastes. That's just straight up weird. Yeah, I don't think those people can be considered adults. I I know a couple, uh, knew a couple guys that were like that. My former boss was like that. And instead he'd drink Arizona iced tea all day while we're working outside (laughs) in 95 degree heat. That's not healthy. No, and then he'd complain about why his, like, arms and legs are cramping up all the time and... (laughs) We just end early because you're so tired. It's like, just please hydrate. Yeah. Just drink a Propel. You don't like the way water tastes? Drink a flavored water. His it's going to help you. When it was real hot, his wife would cut up like a bunch of lemon and throw a couple like green tea bags into water. See if he'd do that. So otherwise he wouldn't drink or only drink Arizona iced tea. So he has to hide his vegetables and his mashed potatoes. <laughs> She serves him dinner. 
No, this is the guy that ate a full apple <laughs> all the time. And a, oh. and a plantain. Oh, yeah. Thinking and it was a banana. Mm. <laughs> that was... <laughs> I didn't laugh in the moment, but after I, I got home, I just kind of chucked myself for an hour. I mean, it's pretty absurd to... To mistake those mm. things. Especially once you bite into it. No, so the story goes, he we're sitting in the truck during lunch, and I was, like, eating my sandwich. And I look over, and he's just holding this plantain, and he's, like, inspecting it. So obviously it's not a banana. So he knew something was up. And then he goes to try to peel it. And I don't know if you ever peeled the plantain, but it's kind of somewhat, it's not like a banana. It doesn't go easy. So he's like, ugh. Look at this. And then he looked at it, and he ate half of it. He got half down, and he looked me dead in my eyes, and he goes, it's the shittiest banana I've ever eaten. <laughs> and I didn't have the heart to tell him that it wasn't a banana. So I just look him back, and I go, really? And he goes, yeah. It's, he was like, yeah, he, look he, at he, it. He's like, it must not be ripe. It's horrible. So I immediately jump on Twitter and tell the story. And I look over, and homeboy is powering down the second half of the plantain. And he finishes. That's like eating a potato going, this apple tastes like shit. <laughs> and then continuing to eat. <laughs> Continue the eating the potato. And then the next day at work, he's like, would you believe it? My wife picked up a bunch of plantains instead of bananas. Like, who would have thought? Like, well, <laughs> I don't know. You are a 56-year-old man. I, I, I'm shocked you don't know what a plantain is at this point in your life. So originally, he, you just thought he was just eating a plantain? I and thought you were he like, was what the hell? Actually, this guy's a doing plantain. just a raw plantain. Well, from the inspection before he started peeling it, I obviously was like, "No, please don't tell me he thinks that's a banana." <laughs> <laughs> and then when he looked at me, it was the shittiest banana I've ever had. That kind of sealed the deal. So then I asked him, "I was like, did you make anything to plantains?" He goes, "No, you have to cook those." And I go, "Yeah." Like fried plantains are delicious. Like you should, you should try to make some. He goes, "Yeah, we just kind of threw them out. I didn't know how to cook." Go, you have YouTube, the, the internet. Yeah. Like, look up a recipe. Like, put some fried plantains on like some ice cream and like, yeah, delicious. What an I, idiot! Uh, I mean, I guess he's just not food cultured savvy. I mm. mean, he he sounded like he had no culture in general. From uh, the way you talked about him, he seemed like a very boring and dry guy. I mean, we just had nothing in common. And it's just like, I'd gave i go weeks without speaking to this man besides like, good morning and goodbye. Really? Yeah. And only just the two of you as well? Yeah, there's only just the two of us. Man, that sounds horrible. Yeah. There was another guy that worked there, but he uh, he left. He was an older man. And he retired, but they just knew each other from the trade. So he'd come and help out. But like a week before I got hired, like my first day, he's like, yeah, I'm so glad I hired you when I did. Uh, the other guy that usually works here, he went home from work the other day and found his wife passed out on the floor. So he brought her to the hospital, and it turns out she had a stroke and a heart attack at the same time. So they admitted her, and then it turns out she has stage 5 cancer everywhere, and they gave her two weeks to live. And then he never came back to work after that. Oh my god! Yeah, dude, Jesus, talk about a rough go. Brutal. Yeah, and they were like both, and they're like mid 
seventies. Oh, his wife and the and guy. The, the, yeah, because he was retired and he just come and like help out. Uh, That's terrible. Yeah, I felt bad for the guy, but I don't know. There's not much you could do. Vic, what do you want to open the podcast with? Um, hold on. I just had to make sure that was working. Uh, you guys hear about that? Uh, that Moto Grand Prix driver that like died today. He was like 14 years old. Uh, I heard about it like uh, 45 minutes ago when you were talking. Oh, when I told him yeah. before yeah. the podcast, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that video was tough. So to watch. was he like? Yeah, no, it was brutal. Was he good? Like he was a good prospect. I mean, I mean not had, like it matters. He's yeah. a professional like, racer. He was, he was I mean, 14. It's horrible they died. Yeah, but I, I like watched that video. and was like, damn, that's insane. I saw like a bunch of people on Reddit were like, it's a no win situation. Like usually when you fall off your bike and those things, like. They tell you to just stay like where you are, but just, like get behind the bike. So if like you get hit, that gets hit first. Yeah, but like the like the positioning on the track where he like fell off, it, it looked a, like it was a double co- like corner. So you were swerving in like on the right and then leaving on the left, and uh, like I think the kid just panicked like immediately after like, falling and just yeah. tried to get out of the way and ended up running right into someone's path. Imagine being the guy driving the other motor- motorcycle that killed him. Yeah, what happened to that guy? I have no... They immediately, like, suspended the race after, like, that accident. That sucks, too. It was, like, 10 laps from the finish. Yeah. But, like, wow. for that guy, there's no, like... It's, like, a no-win situation for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what's must, that guy supposed uh, to do, you know? That like, guy must feel so bad. Yeah. Like, you have to live with that now, like... Yeah, just crazy. He died, and his family didn't have even have a life insurance policy taken out on him. It's a real no-win situation. Well, you're for, can you get a life insurance policy at fourteen? I have no idea. If you're doing Probably. something that extreme, maybe because like that's a pretty like, dangerous. Yeah, it's a dangerous sport. Yeah, I I don't think I'm built for extreme sports like that or anything. No. Surprised yeah, that people don't not. die more often doing that shit. Yeah, same thing with like F one too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like that crash between Hamilton and Verstappen last weekend. Like, did and would die? No one died. No, but is F one? They don't have like a roof, right? They're like the yeah. It's it's completely like open. Yeah, you just have a helmet. That's it. Real? Does, does does that help? Or does that help with like bugs if there's like a, a fly in the track? You it don't probably helps with like that, like wind resistance too. Like you don't have to deal with it, but probably helps if your head slams into the steering wheel. So yeah, but if your head hits concrete going at like 200 miles per hour, I don't think yeah, a helmet's saving you. It's uh, just gonna keep your shit. Yeah, it's just in gonna one keep place. it there. Yeah. I was on like through like Twitter and Reddit. Every like probably like every six months, I'll see a post of like guy that was driving a motorcycle like accident wearing a helmet like hit a telephone pole he survived but that helmet literally looks like someone dropped an egg on the ground oh yeah and like he, all that happened like the dude is like he got knocked out in like a bad concussion but he was in the hospital for a few days and like walked away from it they always do like a big post of like hey wear your helmet well, yeah i mean like gary Busey like ate the curb in like the 80s on his bike and he was uh, never the same after that yeah, is that why he's like crazy now yeah, yeah. like before then he was like just obviously pretty like, normal just a pretty normal guy. guy but now everyone views him as like an insane person but 
Because he has a TBI. Yep. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not his fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's crazy. The same thing with, like, a... That's, like, the whole thing with, like, um... With, like, skateboarding being the Olympics and, like, just the whole culture around that. Yeah. Did it's you like, see that guy yesterday? The Japanese like, guy? Yeah, he, like, slipped off a skateboard and, like, pretty much nutshot himself on a rail. <laughs> that Did was he? the guy who won? Oh, no, I'm just saying oh, okay. that... I, I know that happened. He's, like, that guy, uh... He, like, went to go... I mean, obviously, like, it's not a life-threatening injury, I don't think, but, mm. like... Well... It's more of, like, a... Someone else's life, maybe, you know? Yeah. But there's, like, a big <laughs> history of, like... <laughs> Young, like, 18 to, like, 22-year-old skateboarders that are, like, pushing the limits. Well, it's, like, beef a jump and then fall and, like, smack their head. And just absolutely pretty much become, like, a small child. Like, they can't walk. They can't feed themselves or, like, do anything. They're, like, bedridden. And it's always, like, hey, get made fun of wear your helmet because, like, you could end up like this. Yeah. But I don't know. That's... You could end up being super cool and playing video games all day in your bed. <laughs> that's one thing that's really scary. Just a brain injury. Yeah. Especially, too, if like you can get in a street fight and just like all the fight videos of people just getting kicked in the head while they're down and whatnot. Yeah. Like, the knockout game, too, that ruins people. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up. But we had a lot of fun back in the day, so... Who am I? (laughs) Would you just walk around Walmart playing the knockout game? No, no, no. no, It's a prank video. It's a prank video. No, I would just walk around in bad neighborhoods late at night just uh, waiting to get sucker punched. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of my kink. I love it. It's it's a game, yeah. Would you suck a dick, but you have to swallow once a week to get rid of heartburn for the whole week? No. No? Not at all, no. You sure? Yeah. Why not? Because I don't even really get heartburn that often, and uh, I don't want to suck a dick and swallow once a week. I think Tums could fix that problem. Yeah, I could just get Tums. Really? Yeah. What if we found out, like, the best thing for heartburn is, like, semen, but, like, other people's semen? Well, I I don't suffer from heartburn that badly, so I don't... I'm not desperate to to remedy that. Really? Yeah. Damn, I guess we're different people. Yeah. <laughs> I could I could just picture that too. Like you go in the back of an like an Italian restaurant, just a bunch of like big Italian guys just sucking each other off, trying to get back in there so they can eat more pasta without suffering all night. <laughs> like I bet you Tony and Soprano the Sopranos would be different if that was true. Well, you didn't finish The Sopranos, right? No, not yet. Oh, I thought that's what you were referencing. Yeah, you there is yeah, yeah, season you six. You haven't seen that episode yet. <laughs> season six. Yeah. They just go in the back of the bang and just... Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. No, they go to... Art- Artie gets an addition to his restaurant and just for that. Yeah. It, it's the heartburn relief room that uh-huh. no women are allowed in. Yep. yep. Really? Yeah. Artie. What a tragic character on The Sopranos. I haven't yeah. finished it yet. He goes through so much. <laughs> yeah. He gets, like, almost nothing in return. Uh-huh. His wife hates him, doesn't respect him at all. Yeah. His I, wife is hot, though. Yeah. Yeah, dude. A lot of them are very attractive. Yeah, like, uh... Tony's he has mom. a pathetic crush on, uh, Adriana. Yeah. yeah. When she becomes a hostess at, uh, his restaurant. I remember that. And he's like, tries to ask her out, and she's yeah. like, what? No. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> 
And then didn't he get, have a crush on a different employee at his restaurant too? Yeah. yeah he that did. he like tries to have an affair with. Yeah, it's like the the young Russian girl. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then she leaves with her boyfriend <laughs> and just like emasculates him in front of everyone. Uh, yeah. Poor Artie. His restaurant gets blown up. <laughs> he gets punched in the jaw during the uh the episode where they talk about Columbus. Oh, oh when yeah, they're at yeah, the yeah. protest. Yeah, he's the only one that gets hit. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like blood everywhere. They put him in the car and they leave. <laughs> That's such a weird Poor episode. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Although that is how a lot of Italian Americans really do feel about Christopher Columbus. Yeah. Is that how you feel about Christopher Columbus? Not really. No. I mean, I'm not like, oh, yeah, he's one of us. We got to, like, protect his honor at all costs. So, that's how I feel. I'm pretty sure in that episode, Furio, like, the actual Italian's like, yeah, we really don't give a shit about Christopher Columbus at all in like, Italy. Yeah, he's kind of yeah. an asshole. Like, he's well, because he's guy. like a snooty northerner. Yeah, to a lot of like actual Italian, like Southern Italians. Yeah, so they don't fuck with that guy at all. I would say he's just some guy. Where was he from? Like Northern Italy? Was he Venetian yeah. or was he from like Milan? I don't know. And he didn't even sail with with Italians either. Yeah, it was all Spanish. Yeah, like yeah, people from Spain. Is there beef between Northern and Southern Italians? Yeah, yeah. Is there beef between mainland Italy and Sicily? Yes. Is there like a lot of beef? Well, there's like I'm not versed in my Italian uh, culture. Sicily culturally is like a lot more. Diverse, I would say, and Mediterranean, and they've been like conquered by so many different people over the past few thousand years that it definitely has like a distinct culture compared to just the mainland. And then, as far as the north goes, it's so much more wealthier and industrialized compared to, say, the south, which is like very rural and very poor. Yeah, there's a very big economic disparity. Mm -hmm. So, I'd say, I don't know, there's not really beef between like different regions of America yeah, a lot are. of people hate yeah, New England are. there's I'd say there's still a big north north south beef you think in so? America yeah, yeah I mean there's still a huge cultural difference um that is funny too after you cross the Mason Dixon line there's that huge billboard of like the confederate flag that says welcome to the south yeah it's like (laughs) up here we are yeah i I didn't uh realize that was going to be there when we drove in (laughs) i didn't realize that was was like wow maybe all the stereotypes are right (laughs) (laughs) i mean how many uh how many pizzas did your brother pick up before he left he fucking forgot them all. No. He's very disappointed. No. Pizzas from where? He bought three pizzas. Oh, oh, your, your uh, half-brother? Yeah, because he loves pizza, like has most good Connecticut people do. And it's his mission all the time to find good pizza when he lived, because he's been living in the South for a while, and he can never find it. And it's always just like, yeah, if you want anything, it's Domino's, because like all the mom-and-pop pizza shops. 
are horrible. So he tries to load up as much pizza as he can when he's up here. So he usually, like, tries to buy some, freeze them, and, like, drive back so he could have them. And then it's, like, slowly break them out. as like, a treat. Packing up this morning. Forgot. And so upset. I mean. You got to find some, like, northeast transplants or something yeah. that live down there. That's really your only bet. And hope that the water's good. Uh-huh. Because, honestly, the water's a big part. Oh, really? Like, with the dough? With dough, the cheese, sauce, everything. Water well, plays a massive like, like that's why like Florida pizza sucks. Cause their water's pretty shitty. Yeah, the pizza in Arizona horrible. Yeah, so it's it depends on like what your water source is from. Well, a lot of places too get get like bulk buys of like already pre made dough that yeah. they just portion out and whatnot from like a restaurant depot, and I wonder if those are. Like, they have factories that make them, that send them out, or if it's, like, one big place somewhere, and then they just send all of that stuff out. It's got to be, like, mini factories all over the place. Just, like, a northeastern plant, like, like a southern one, and then... Like, Napoli, for us, is where, like, a lot of the restaurants in our area get everything sourced, and yeah. that's, like, out of Cheshire. Southington. Yeah, Southington, Cheshire. So I don't know how much they uh, they distribute, and, like, if it's just our region, or if that's something that's, like, bigger for Connecticut, or even... You know, even more mm-hmm. like uh, down the coast and stuff. I'm pretty sure Zapardi's cooks and freezes their pizzas yep. and then sells them in grocery stores if like they're, nationally. They're Pat's IGA, that? like is where I can find them. It's what's, uh, what's what the, North Haven. Is North that where Haven, Zapardi's yeah. is? It's like the second best frozen pizza in the country, apparently. Like by barstool standards. I think it was what, the behind best. like Red Baron. No, 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 way like, but I think yeah. it was the best. Is it? I mean, that wouldn't shock because during the uh, like last year, last April, during yeah. the beginning of Corona, when everyone was like full lockdown, Portnoy uh, just started doing frozen pizza reviews out of his apartment and did like thirty of them, and he ranks the parties the best. Have you ever had one? I've I never haven't. had it. It's very good. Like, and I'm saying, like, they have. All the different types at Pat's. Is it is it expensive for frozen pizza? Ten I'm bucks. pretty sure it is expensive yeah. for frozen pizza. Ten bucks for like a personal size. Woohoo. I just got a just got a text. Oh. 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 Wow. Yeah. You guys won't be hearing it this week, but next week you will be hearing. Uh yeah, we've got a little treat. Yeah, we do have a treat for next week. Um New Haven style. Like pizza. Lazarus. He's been raised <laughs> from the dead. But yeah, no, the Zoo Parties is really good. I like I don't know if uh uh Jibs has ever told you guys the story about how like when Portnoy did that, he ordered Zoo Parties as well. Yeah. And it didn't come in for like 6 months, and then one day he came home and his dad had one from Pats. <laughs> <laughs> that he just he so he could have went down to Pats yeah. at any time and just bought one. Yeah. It might not have been six months, but I know it was a long time. He was telling me about Did it. Did it ever come in? It came in, yeah, like a couple weeks after that. But yeah, yeah you should like, tell your brother to see if they sell them uh, anywhere near him in North it, Carolina. And if they don't, he should pick them up from Pat's. He already left. Well, I well, was, I'm saying like just. I mean, you said he's going to be back here like three months. Anyway, yeah. then yeah. it's like they're already frozen. I was wondering too, because I know there's he. He's not the fan. He's not a big fan of. The, like the New York style, like mm. slice, yeah, like thin crust pizza. No, because he likes the New Haven style of pizza. He's more of like a Greek style fan. 
which is like a little bit thicker. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't, I don't really yeah. like Greek style pizza. Yeah, you can't right find good too. Greek style pizza down there. Vito's is find, good for a Greek style. That's his favorite place. That makes sense. Which yeah. one's Vito's? That's is that the one on Meriden Road. Yeah, near your house. Never been there. It's, it's okay. It's, it's fine pizza. It's, it tastes really good, but I know there's this place in New York that will quarter cook a pizza and then just send you all the ingredients oh, in a box cool. and you can make it yourself with like specific instructions on how to do it mm. so you could have the new york style slice but i was wondering if there's any places in like if peppies can send yeah. a pizza down south or something i wonder because like i know for like nardelli's um they stop um like my aunt who lives in Virginia has always wanted to like open a Nardelli's just for fun because obviously they're up here, they don't have them down there. And she was trying to see if she could franchise one. And they said that the lowest they'll go, or like the furthest south they'll go, is Jersey because their ingredients won't travel well. Are they all the way that far? Are they down. in Jersey? I think they're only in Connecticut right now. I think now. it's only in Connecticut. But if you wanted to franchise them outside of Connecticut, you could only do New York, New Jersey, I would assume. Maybe like the very western side of Rhode Island because it's close to Connecticut, and then parts of Massachusetts, parts of Mass. Yeah, Nardelli's is great, but I just think there's a lot better you Italian delis you could find in the area. Yeah, yeah. Like especially lot, like around Waterbury and stuff. Well, I think for other places, it make like in other parts of Connecticut. Then yeah, I think Nardelli's like, is probably one of your best bets. Like Southbury. Like, yeah, I know there's Nardelli's over there, and. Well, they got a Cavallo's in Middlebury now too. Well, yeah, that yeah, that is true. I still never been to Cavallo's. It's you, good. Yeah, you're missing out. It's full full endorsement. That's another yeah. thing my brother said. Down south, you can't find just like a good cold cut deli sandwich. Not like, shocking at all. Just because yeah. I was telling him too, like he's like, I just really want a good sandwich. He's like, let's go down to Pat's and get a sandwich. He goes, No, I don't want to make a sandwich. I go, No, they have a full deli yeah, in the deli, back. Yeah. We just have to order it. And like we went and we got him. We're eating him. He's like. This might be the best sandwich I've ever had. Like, this is fantastic. <laughs> I go, yeah, dude, they make a mean cold-cut sandwich. Yeah, shout like, out my brother. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're uh, Italian combo. Yeah. Elite. I, um, you should definitely try Cavallo's, because that's probably the best Italian combo I've ever had. But I've been going to They have to a lot the, of uh, other great sandwiches, too. That's true. Do they? I've been going to the Middlebury one a lot more often, because I hate driving through all the back roads to get to the Waterbury one. So I'll just shoot down 84. And get there in the same amount of time. Yep. And then come right back up. Because it's barely in Middlebury. It's like right on the edge of Waterbury. That place we went to in Waterbury was also pretty good, but that was like hot sandwiches with the uh, chicken cutlet. Oh, I know what you're talking about. On there with a, in Town Plot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What the hell its name? Yeah, I don't fuck with that place anymore. <laughs> Why? Did they... You? No, they just they, during like peak COVID, they weren't abiding by like any like oh, mask mandates at all. No masks. Inside. This one, yeah, this no is gloves. something. I, yeah, this this is a place I won't dox and yeah. won't endorse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why because I, I was going to say that yeah, too, yeah. but I didn't want to. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. I only went there those couple of times with when we're hanging out. And you're like, let's go get a sandwich. Their yeah. sandwiches it's, are pretty. good. It's a very good place. I like a lot of their hot foods too. But like, I went in there twice over like COVID while it was still like. You got to wear your masks, like yeah. you know, like in like November, December when it was yeah. really like going around like Ramping crazy. Yeah, and I just walked, not a single employee, not an employee. Place. They didn't tell anyone like who came in. I was the only one wearing a mask in there. 
Really? Yeah. They probably looked at you like you're the weird one. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, I like if they had let their patrons in without a mask, like I wouldn't have cared because like whatever, man. Like you're not going to tell someone. Like you can. It's your business's right to tell someone to put one on. But like whatever, someone comes in without a mask, you don't have the energy to be like, yo, put it on. Like whatever. But the like the employees throughout the whole kitchen and like even the register like girl wasn't wearing one. I was like, nah, like and that. And it again, it happened twice. Cause I was like, I'd like told them about it. Like Nick and Jibs, I told them about it. I was like, yeah, probably not going to go back there for a while. Then I decided to give it another chance again. Same thing happened. Still peak COVID or like right before all the restrictions were like starting to like, like no vaccines were available at that point. Like, so like January or February. Yeah. And so I walked back in there, same thing, like no one wearing masks. And I was like, this yeah, time I'm they not weren't even back. wearing shirts. <laughs> yeah, everyone was just naked. No hairnets. Yeah. No hairnets. Well, that, well, they were dragging that's their dicks along too. the they, bread. They weren't wearing, <laughs> they weren't wearing hairnets either, which like that is something I don't really care about. But like, you know, it's something I think about often and I hate it when I think about it. How much sweat do you think is in food that you get at a restaurant? In the summer? In the summer. When it's like, you know, 110 degrees in there and they're cooking over yeah. stovetops. I try not to think about it, but I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely it's, a good possibility. It's a thing yeah. that happens for sure. I mean, if it's really good food, and I don't care. but Yeah, yeah it's a little bit more seasoning. Uh, yeah, add some a little, salt. A little yeah. saltier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, I've... Like, that happens in Hell's Kitchen sometimes. You'll see it. They're just sweating into food. Yeah. yeah. Like, sometimes as a punishment, Gordon will, tor- will turn the AC off one of the kitchens, and then it'll be, like, 130 degrees in there, and people will just be sweating like crazy. Yeah, at that point, it'll be like, sauna. what the fuck? I didn't realize how prevalent Gordon Ramsay is in Vegas. He has, like, a restaurant in every single hotel. He must be worth so much money. I think the... Like, the Hell's Kitchen you see... Is in Vegas. Well, yeah, it is, but I think it's, like, attached to the Caesar. Yeah, I walked by it, but then there's, like, Gordon Ramsay's Burger Restaurant, Gordon Ramsay's Pub, and, like, just everything. He has a shit ton of restaurants, because the the prize for the winner of Hell's Kitchen gets to be the head chef at one of his restaurants, and there's been, like, 20 seasons of that show. So he's just opening a new one every year in some other location. It's possible. Apparently, he's just, like, the coolest guy ever, too. He is a very, like, I like him a lot. He's not yelling at people, just, like, him as a human. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, if you look at it from a business standpoint, too, and, like, the fact that he's trying to teach all these people, like, how to become good chefs. Yeah. Like, like strict professionals. uh, It makes sense that he, like, yells. You know what I mean? I mean, you have to. He kind of has to, yeah. He can't be soft. You You know know who I love? John Taffert. He's funny. And he'll just roast people. Yeah. Just relentlessly. Again, those people need it too. Because at that point, at least in like in that scenario, like it's their money on the line. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like not it's not just like he's teaching them like how to like run a restaurant. Like he's yeah, it's pretty much dealing with their whole business. He's just taking a bunch of guys that don't know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I would love a job where I could just yell at people relentlessly all day. Just make fun of them? Yeah. Like, roast them. Taffer's just, like, a hospitality guy, though. I don't really think he knows, like, much about food. No, yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, he's the 
brain behind Rainforest Cafe. Is he really? Yeah, that, yeah, his, that, that tells me he doesn't yeah. know much about food. Then. That was his uh, brain Great concepts. <laughs> yeah, horrible food. I don't remember. I remember going as like a small child when it was like a birthday or like a a really big celebration. Yeah. When we go to Rainforest Cafe. Well, I mean, like to his like defense, you know, like he doesn't have to be a connoisseur of food. No. He just has to tell if like bar food's bad or good. That's it. And he well, he also brings in like chefs and stuff for yeah. each episode. Well, he's more of like an ambiance guy, right? Mm-hmm. That too. Yeah, yeah, I think he like plays a major role as far as the renovations go. And then just like general bar stuff, like he's he knows how to run a successful bar, and he's just a great personality for reality television, which is yeah. really the the most important thing I would say. We should start a secret bar. Like a speakeasy? Yeah. Yeah. All in the honor system and all word of mouth. All three of us will start it and we'll just go hang out there and slowly <laughs> see if more people will come. Okay. How do we get the word out? Just like Fight Club. You can't yeah. talk about it. but we, we tell people not to talk about it, but because of that, they will talk about it, spread it. Yeah. Maybe like leave a flyer in like the office copier or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like, you know, we hand out our stickers, and instead of having our Spotify QR code, they have a QR code to, the like, the GPS coordinates of our, of our speakeasy. And then we go to jail for running an unlicensed <laughs> business. No, that's the thing, though. Then we could do it We do jail. have a license. We'll run it out of different abandoned buildings in different towns, so every week it changes. It would be super hipster. We could sell drinks for, like, $35 a drink. There's a lot of places like that in New York and stuff, but they yeah. obviously aren't actually speakeasies. Like, they have a liquor yeah. license, and it's completely legal. There's a place like that. I think it's in Westfield, Massachusetts, and it's, like, this old bunker that's, like, randomly in the middle of nowhere, and it's, like, impossible to find. But if you go and you have to, like, knock on the door, and it's, like, a password thing... You go in, and it's just, like, this sick bar that's, like, out of, like, 1930s, just, like, fully renovated, and it was crazy. I never have guys, did. Have you guys ever been to, like, uh, pop-up shops? Or, like, um, like I know the like the big name for it, like, um, in like, Boston, it's called Bodega. It's, like, a clothing, sh- uh, yeah. clothing shop. It's, like... I mean, like, it's literally, like, what it is. You walk into, like, a bodega, just, like, a random one in the middle. Of oh, it. yeah. I went there with you and Al one time, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, And it was just, like, a clothing store in, like, a bodega. Uh, it's, like, a bodega, and then there's, like, a vending machine in the back, which is actually the door. A door. Yeah. And then it's just a bunch of, like, hype beast shit. Yeah, that's right. I Yeah. Al's the one that brought us there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I know they're doing, like, pop-up bars a lot when Game of Thrones was airing its last season. And they traveled up and down like every big city, and would do like a weekend of the Game of Thrones pop up bar. That's pretty. Then cool. they have like a viewing party or something. I don't think so, but I saw like lines of people like eight hours long to try to get into the Game of Thrones. That's bar. That's not worth it. That was big Game of Thrones viewing parties at bars when it was really hot. Yeah. I, I had would a bunch hate here. that. And we just got blackout drunk on drinking wine from a bag because there's like a wine skin. That's fine at someone's house. That's fine. Yeah. But I would hate to do that at a bar. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. You, how could you even hear what the hell's going on? Yeah. Everyone's probably talking. You can't even get like a good view of it. Well, I mean, yeah. especially for a guy like me. It's like 5'6", <laughs> five, 5'7". Five, so, I mean. That's generous. It's not generous, all right? 5'6", five, 5'7", <laughs> five, all right? 
license says five eight. All right. Does it? Yeah, it does. Mine says the five. At the DMV didn't uh, object to that. Mine no. says five nine, so I could say sixty nine inches tall in my license. Nice, nice. Yeah. So legally, Jeff, we're only an inch apart, and that's what that's what matters. Yeah. <laughs> the government thinks I'm five eight, so I'm five eight. So if you're ever on the run from the law. Oh yeah, they'd be like, oh, be like, oh, that looks just like that guy that kidnapped that woman. Oh no, 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 no. that guy's like five four. <laughs> they said he was five eight. All right, different guy. Ladies Sorry. and gentlemen, we found him. <laughs> yeah, we should just do a drug fueled podcast and make Victor like do DMT and lick a toad and like mm. drop acid and everything. And we'll be sober and just see what happens, recorded the whole time. I feel like that's pretty extreme for me to dabble. We like could my pull first time dabbling into drugs. For we'll me make him smoke a Jeffrey. Three different things. We'll make you smoke a Jeffrey. Is that a spliff? No, that's like um, get him to the Greek, that movie with Russell Brandt and Jonah Hill. I've never seen it. Oh. What's that guy's name? Ari Shafir? Yes. We could pull one of those. Oh, that's just fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that that friend group Still fucks with that dude, Ari. Yeah. yeah, apparently he must be somewhat of a nice guy. If they're like all friends with him still, I guess. But like, man, did you you hear about that, Vic? No, I have no clue. He like drugged uh, Bert Kreischer. Yeah, he right went, before they recorded oh, a podcast. Right, yeah, wasn't it during like their sober October thing too, or was that yeah. just like okay? And it was at Bert's house, like in front of his kids. Because he like, has, like, a basement studio or something. Yeah. And then he gave him, like, a bunch of molly and put it in his water. Like, halfway through the podcast, he was like, I don't I don't feel so good. And Ari's like, ha, ha, I put, put, like, seven grams of molly in that cup of water. He's like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> and Bert's, like, a big dude, too, who should not be doing a shit ton of molly. Yeah. Yeah, we could do, like, a, like the Always Sunny thing, and it's like, why are all these pieces of paper in my beer? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I put a sheet of acid in there. I think it's, like, one thing to, like, you know, give someone a, a brown, like, a weed brownie on under the premise that it's just, like, a regular brownie. But to, <laughs> to give someone Molly yeah, <laughs> unknowingly? That's crazy. That sounds insane. <laughs> that is We're sitting crazy. here about to record the podcast, and you walk over, and you pretend the trip and fall and accidentally poke victor with a syringe and like <laughs> oh no you're aged up now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not only did i just inject you with heroin there also was aids blood in it <laughs> also the thing you fear the most the covid19 vaccine <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's like all right those other two things that wasn't cool, but the COVID vaccine—that's a step too far, yeah. man. What's it's like, wait, 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 I'm pressing charges. Wait, wait, what's COVID vaccine? The Johnson and Johnson. No. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. All right, should we wrap yeah, this we one up? Wrap this one up. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. As uh, always, send us an email at laundryinthebasement at gmail dot com. We, oh, we should do a mailbag episode, so you can email us some questions, too, if you want. Yeah, we'll answer Email them. some suggestions for Jeff's uh, best man speech. Yep. Email every, us for a sticker. Yeah, every email uh, sender will uh, receive a sticker. So Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Yep. you got to email us your address, your first and last name. 
social security number. Mother's maiden name. Date of birth. Date of birth. Um, If you have any children, their first and last names. And also a picture of your feet. Yeah. All right. Peace out. (laughs) Pictures for the feet. What's the fucking intro? Is it that? Oh, nice. (laughs)